Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for coming to our site. While you're here, if you can like and subscribe and share our content, we're trying to grow. And for those who would like to comment, make comments and I will gladly answer uh, do the best I can to make sure that we have an engaged audience. If there's something you guys would like me to talk about and to teach about, just let me know and we can do that as well because I love sharing the Word of God. And for those who would like to support us financially, there are links also provided for that. And I appreciate everything that you can give and I thank you so much. It is an honor to serve and I look forward to continue bringing you guys good content. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning we are going to begin a study on the church. We're going to look at the church of today and see how do they stack up in relations to what God has ordained the church to be. We are looking at many different prophets and teachers and all of these type people um, on the scene, if you will. And we want to uh, look at them from what the Word of God says. And in doing so, the Bible does teach us that we ought to be testing every spirit. That it tells us that in, in the book of Ephesians, that God gave teachers, preachers, pastors, and all those type positions for the edification of the saints to build them up so that they would not be tossed back and forth by different doctrines of evil men that are coming in the last days. One of the things that the Bible tells us that in the last days you will have all kinds of turmoils and different behaviors as it was in the days of Noah. I actually did a study using the book of Yasher, the book of Jubilees, and um, the book of Enoch on the days of Noah. What was it like? What were the people like? And if you understand um, what the, from that point of view, you, lo- you understand from those sources what the days of Noah was about, then you would understand what you're looking at, at in society and seeing, just as Jesus predicted, that in the last days you will have these type of behaviors. And uh, we had studied, uh, as we started a study while I think it was July 5th, all the way until a couple of days, Sunday was our last study. And we talked about God the Father who he is, and we talked about his timeline 
that everything moves according to his timeline. We talked about the fact that in his time, he is the one that will manifest what he wants his will to accomplish. We saw also that he was the one that instituted leadership within um, the world, uh, wherever, because the Bible tells us that promotion comes from God. And so when it comes to those that are on the political scene, every piece of the puddle, puzzle was put in place by God. And each one of those folks are designed to bring God's plan to fruition. I don't care who you are, because we saw from the Word of God that He says that uh, He created um, both the wicked and the just. He did say that all souls are mine. He did say that the heart of the king is in my hand for I to move it however I choose. He did say that the, the way by which he does that, we studied that on Sunday, that is the grace of God. The grace of God causes a man or a woman to make God's decision. And he says many are the plans of the man, but God's path, his will is directed. His will is what we, we end up doing. And that is simply because Jesus prayed a prayer, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So the devil is on God's timeline. Lucifer, every single demon, every single man, every single one of us is on God's timeline. The disciples came to Jesus Christ and he said, when is the end of the age ends? And he says, I don't know exactly because I don't know the time or day because my dad is the only one who knows it. And the Bible tells us the reason why God hasn't done anything is that he wishes that none should perish. And so he wishes none should perish. He wishes that man would come to repentance. That's why he is... Um, laying back, if you will. And he, but he has an appointed time that he says enough. We saw that in the back in the day when the, the Nephilims were running crazy. And he comes and he says, I will give you 200 years and then enough. And that was with the first set of Nephilims, those guys with our taller than the skyscrapers, the, um, uh, the uh, um, Hebrews, not the Hebrew, the Greek call them the Clash of the Titans. Those guys were the ones that were fighting because the assignment that was given to Michael the Archangel was that he would cause them to fight against each other. And in their fighting, they destroyed each other. And the angels, the 200 angels that came, slept with women, and gave birth to these creatures, their punishment, some of them, was to watch their children die. After that, some of them were um, pinned in certain locations of the planet. It tells us where they are. But Jesus makes a statement and he says, as it was in the days of Noah. So when we go back into those sources, we see the days of Noah. We know that many of the men and women on this planet that are moving in the space of Christianity and church, most of them are false. And so we are going to take this journey and we're going to use the scripture in Second Samuel's chapter 18. And we will look at some runners within that story. And there are two runners there. One is the Cushite, 
He is one of the runners. He had the message, if you will. And the other is um, Aminaz. He had, he wanted to run, but he has no message. And so we're going to look at that in uh, conjunction with the church to see what that is talking about, the one who has the message. We are looking at the, uh, for lack of a better terminology, because this is the terminology that they give themselves, um, white nationalist Christianity, white evangelicals, all of those type things, and Western Christianity, I, lo- I put it all together in Western Christianity, and that includes Catholics and Protestants and Baptists and all of those lumps, all those divisions that they uh, are calling themselves Christians. And God is very clear about who he is and what he is about. Uh, he, the original guys when the Bible was here and Jesus came and he was teaching and preaching and about the kingdom of God. That's what he was doing. His assignment was uh, in Isaiah 61. We talked about what his assignment was. He came to do that. But in his teaching and preaching and delivering and healing the sick and casting out demons, he taught about the kingdom of God. And most of the teachers and preachers and prophets and all these guys out today are not mentioning anything about the kingdom of God. In fact, if you guys have been following me, you know that, you know on this planet there are two types of people. One is the sons of disobedience, which we were a part of, the scripture says. And the other are the sons of obedience, which we, be, we switch allegiance when we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The Bible says that those seek first the kingdom of God, so we our assignment is to seek the kingdom. What is the principles within this kingdom that we are now being translated out of? It says we have been redeemed from the curse. It says we have been uh, God has uh, freed us from the from the dominion of the old kingdom and placed us into this new kingdom. And so being in this new kingdom, we have new rules. We talked about we must live by faith. We must walk from faith to faith. Herein is the righteousness of God. Here is in the right way by which God has determined that the folks in this new kingdom are going to live is from faith to faith. The just shall live by faith. So those that are not preaching faith, the scripture says, everything outside of faith is sin. I am not hearing any man out there preaching about faith, but the principles. God says, the foundation of my throne is righteousness and justice. And so we are seeing justice and we are seeing, and Jesus makes a statement, when I come, shall I find faith? Now, faith, according to God, for the, uh, it tells us that that is one of the foundation. For herein is the righteousness of God revealed, the right way by which we ought to live is from faith to faith. His throne is made by righteousness and justice. Most of those teachers in those cults, all of those things that I've mentioned to you are cults. They are not the way. And so we're going to understand, we're going to take this scripture, and we're going to dissect 
Second Samuel chapter 18, and we'll see that the first runner did not have the message. And all these churches out here that are up in the lump of the first runner, let me run, let me run. And they have run, and they have run without message. All they want and they have achieved, when you look at all of those that I've just mentioned, is power. That's all they got. Jesus said to um, his disciples that you go into the world and preach the gospel of this kingdom. And when you go and walk by faith, some signs are going to follow you. Go ye into the world and make disciples. All of those systems that I mentioned to you are not interested in disciples. They are simply interested in members. And because they're interested in members, they have lost their way. Now, the leader of those white churches is a, they created their own God. And God is very clear about creating uh, images and so forth and about putting them in place of him. Their God is a white man with blue eyes and blonde hair. Jesus is not that. Because they have programmed themselves to believe that, they are not going to accept anyone that doesn't look like that. But if they had put the correct color and the correct picture of Jesus Christ in the church, they would be very accepting of other culture, other peoples. But because they have been programmed to believe that Jesus Christ is white, uh, blonde hair, with blue eyes, anyone that does not look like that, they feel superior to them. Jesus Christ is an immigrant. You cannot serve an immigrant and treat immigrants the way that you treat the immigrants of today. And that is why I'm saying because they have painted him white, they can treat the immigrant as they treat the immigrant. If you treat them that way, God demands that he said, you love them and treat them like your own. If you treat them someplace else, some, some way else, you are not following God's teaching. You're serving someone else. He said, you take care of the poor because when you take care of the poor, you are, you're doing it in my name. You're doing it unto me. And when you do it unto me, I will make sure that you are paid back. And because the white evangelical church is not taking care of the poor, they're accumulating wealth on, for themselves. For the Bible says where your treasure is, where your heart is, there is your treasure. So most of these entities are powerful. They have stand next to leaders and they feel as if they have achieved something and they have walked away from the assignment that God has given them, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, to go into the world, preach the gospel to every creature and make disciples. And because they negate to do that, they have become a cult, one that seeks power, one that is cruel, one that is absolutely against the will and desire of the Father and of Jesus Christ. 
and it is time that we have this discussion. And so we're going to explore this using the scripture of Second Samuel chapter 18. We're going to look at these runners. There are two runners. There's a Cushite, and Cushite is a representation of those that are of different color than the white. They are the dark-skinned people in the Bible. And those are the ones that have the message. And we know that the other group do not have the message. They have political power. They have financial power. They have all of these type stuff. But you do not hear anything from them about laying hands on the sick. You're not hearing anything about them from walking by faith. Because they do not walk by faith because they have members. They are able to milk them of their money. They don't teach the people that they are no longer under the law, that they are under grace. And under grace, you're not supposed to be giving tithes and offering like we did under the law. Under the grace, you are supposed to deal with it a different way. You ought to allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. But they are not going to teach you that. They teach you that you have to tithe and give to them all the time while they are building empires in the name of themselves. Because if they were building empires for God, what they could have done with some of those lands was build property and take care of the poor within their, their areas, feed them, take that property, grow um, uh, uh, food and stuff like that, and feed the poor, honestly. But these guys are not interested in anything that God has to say and do on this planet. And so we're going to investigate that because it is time that we have this discussion because we're seeing all of those folks out there that are absolutely demonic, possessed by demons, behaving as their father, and you are going to be held accountable for your allegiance to them because God is going to hold you accountable. Those that are for them, there are two types of uh, people on this planet. There are those that are of obedience in the kingdom of God and those that are the children of disobedience in the kingdom of darkness. And God said, He will judge both kingdoms. And he comes and he judges his house. He says he starts in his house first. He cleans it up. Racism is within the white evangelical church. It's a sin. All the other things that they feel that they're superior because of their skin, that's an erroneous teaching from hell. All their leaders today are spewing violence and hatred. That is not God Almighty. In the 80s, the, the white evangelical church created the militant wing of the church, and these guys went around and bombed all of the um, those places, abortion clinics and all these type of things, and the militant part of the church has taken over the church. And now when the pastors are preaching about Jesus Christ, they're telling them when he's preaching about the, uh, the Mount of Olive, when he's talking about about love your neighbor and all this kind of stuff, they're going to the pastors and telling them, why are you talking about liberal teachings? What, when you, this is, if that is Jesus that you're following, 
you would be honorable to your Jesus. But that is not the Jesus in Eastern Christianity that we study and look at. But the Jesus that you are following, he is angry, he is hateful, he can treat the, um, all the other cultures and people the way you treat them, and you are saying that you did it in God's name. Well, let me tell you about history. Constantine destroyed cultures in God's name, and he did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ. It was a made-up story, and he punished all of these places. M many of the, the white Christian church, they went out and dominated and stripped and stole from society, from different cultures, in the name of God telling them that they're bringing Jesus to them, and they stripped them of all of their wealth and so forth. It was the white church that sanctioned slavery. They had a place to pray for their goods and their money to get to the place where they're going in God's name as they destroyed God's creation because their, their God was white hair, with, with blonde eyes, with, with, with blue eyes, blonde hair with blue eyes. Their God was hanging on a cross. My God is not on that cross. My, my Lord Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father, full of power. That's an image that they worship. My God is not there. He tells us that, Jesus said, this is what I want you to give honor to, my body, and you do this on this certain drink this and do this in my name. He says, if you are doing it and you are corrupt, you will have sickness amongst you. Many of you will die from it. And many of them have and will continue to die. They take the word of God and twist it to their, their needs and extract the wealth from the people and know nothing, a form of godliness and do not know God the Father, nor the Lord Jesus Christ, nor the Holy Spirit. And they are not interested in knowing Him. And yet many of you have placed your family onto that, and you have subscribed to that. If you believe that what is happening in America today and the world is not a spiritual manifestation of things, you are highly deceived by evil spirits and lying spirits. We saw when the lying spirits came into the United States, and we see that according to the word, that there is a partner that comes with the lying spirit. It is the spirit of deception, and it leads to violence. We are watching a man that has lost presidency because God took him out. Read Romans chapter 13, verses 1 to 2. It tells us that God says, I am the ultimate authority. I put someone in, I take them out so that they can fulfill my desire for them. Your responsibility is to pray for them. And he said in 13 that if you fight those that he has put in place, you have become his enemy and he will destroy you. Every single one of them that are still crying out that Joe Biden has lost, 
is the spirit of lies is on them, and in them they are so deceived. Listen to them, because it tells you that these two spirits come together, and they work hand in hand. Lies, the spirit of deception, and the spirit of violence, which leads into violence. That is all they have, because that's all that they are. We studied about when one's heart, God said, guard your heart for out of it are the issues of life. We studied all of these things to show you that every single one of those men and women that are on the scene today, and when they are saying what they are saying, that is who they are. These men and women are deceived because the spirit of lies is whispering in them and has been whispering in them for years. And you cannot, Trump is possessed by a lying spirit. He cannot tell the truth. When you get to that space, you are in trouble. And God said his throne is of righteousness and justice. And everyone that is not being obedient to God will fall in his justice. Whether you're a Christian or whether you are in the cage of the disobedient or when you are with the obedience. Those that are in God's kingdom, when we are not in faith, because the scripture says anything that is not in faith is sin because he has declared herein is the righteousness of God revealed that those that are in this kingdom of mine that I've put you in, you will walk from faith because that's how I have ordained it. And because I've ordained it that way, anything that is not of faith is sin. And so we are going to look at these churches, the one in that had the first message, that got there and stood before the king, and had nothing to say. And the king looked at him and says, you go in that corner. And there's another message, another uh, runner coming. And he had the message. And he doesn't look like anything like the first messenger. And he has the message about who God is and about God's power. And we saw that that man that helped Jesus Christ on his, with his cross, it was not a white man. Look and read. He had a part in it. Be very careful of what you're doing because God is about to do something tremendous in this world and he's creating his church. And we're going to talk about this in the next coming podcast. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. He walk by faith and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.